Hey, this is John Reap from the Country-ish Podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. No sports? No problem. My bookie offers the latest and most popular sport game titles and state-of-the-art software. No need to leave the comfort of your home. It's all at your fingertips. Featuring a truly flawless live casino, complete with professional dealers, as well as a large selection of classic and progressive slots games, plus the greatest selection of video poker variants. They really do offer something for everyone. Take advantage of their daily promotions for the casino, which includes bonuses, cash backs, raffles, free chips, and free spins for you to increase your chances of winning every single day. Also, you can put your skills to the test in their latest free blackjack and slots tournaments, which includes a free 10K prize pool blackjack tournament. Stuck at home? Don't even sweat it. They got you covered. Join now and start winning big today. Sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? My bookie pays fast when you win. With decades of experience, great customer service, and hassle-free transactions, why would you bet anywhere else? Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code ATCCASINO for a 150% bonus on your first deposit. Bet with the biggest, win with the best, only at my bookie. Don't try to run, don't try to hide. You're still your car without thinking twice. Start the party, hide your shit. Bet leave this in the house tonight. Whoa! What's up, fool? What's up, fool podcast? Welcome to the What's Up, Fool podcast. We're here every Wednesday, live on YouTube from 12 to 1 o'clock or whenever the internet shuts down. And Rodrigo Torres is right here. What's yeah, up, man. fool? We have a guest right here, extraordinaire, writer, producer. None of that stuff got published or picked <laughs> up, but he's out there doing it. And um, this guy started off, I met this guy like years ago at... um. At some backyard pupusa show and shit. Jose V show? Jose V show. The first time I saw him up there. Bellflower. Young, bro. Look the same. (laughs) Not aged. This guy's like Benjamin Button, bro. (laughs) He's going to look 12 to the day he dies. What's up? Momo Rodrigo's in the house all the way from Huntington Park, right? No, Norwalk. Norwalk. We met a lot of people in Norwalk, huh? Hell yeah. They should be a room in Norwalk. Yeah, there was the Ramada. Yeah, the yeah, the Ramada man. That who's whose room was that originally? It's always Rudy Moreno's room. Okay, oh, I was gonna say Esquivel, no, for a while, or he used to do some of the nights. And then there was a bowling alley too, <laughs> right? Bowling alley, that yeah. was a Downey, no? That was the the guy. What's the name? Rick Martinez. No. Rick Martinez. Uh, off of Firestone. Yeah, dude. It's still that place. Yeah, man. Norwalk representing, bro. A lot of history, man. Yeah, I remember going there, man. Like, and I was like. I was, you know, like some places you will go, like there will be at least one decent chick that, that <laughs> you could talk to, you know, or at least have a conversation or feel good about just talking to anybody. I gotta stay at that place in Norway, that bowling alley. There was no one you could do that with. There was nobody there. There was no one you could do that with. The old ass chola, huh? It should be like a forty-eight-year-old woman there, getting getting drunk, holding her bowling bag for nobody to steal it. <laughs> And then um, the guy that was running the show, he was filming everybody, bro. Getting ready to do specials. You know, that guy was filming everybody? He was filming every show. 
because that camera was right there. Yeah. And he made it into a special, like a TV show or what? No, sure he, he has he, he made DV- One time he was selling CD- DVDs of that show, and Joe Diaz had to say, man, why are you signing me? Oh. You're lying, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. I knew he was recording. I didn't know he was selling them, though, dude. What? Norwalk, famous Norwalk. Yeah. Where no. dreams happen and get taken away. There you go. And then what do you got up the street? The Santa Fe Dreams spot me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's my hood. There were a lot of little rooms in Norwalk, huh? Yeah, dude. And that other one that was good for a while until it got shut down because somebody got ran over. It was uh, the Rosewood. The Remember? Pozole Rose, at Rosewood. How can you forget? Yeah, dude. That place is still open for food. Yeah, right? it's open for yeah. food. Well, they closed the one in Norwalk down, and now it's opened like a few blocks down. It now it's called Mr. Rosewoods. They're, they're, oh, really? They're yeah. famous for their menudo. The half and half. Half menudo, half pozole. Yeah, because it, uh, it was owned by an Asian dude. It was? Yeah, I didn't know that. Because uh, the only reason I remember that room a lot is because that's a room where uh, Ernie G got silenced by Johnny Juan. <laughs> you know those? Remember that dude? No. <laughs> was guy that used to live in a, he used to live in like in in truck. A, in a truck. A, a little truck with a camper, right? Yeah, he was a handyman. And he used to go like, he'll hear one of the burr. He didn't like Ernie G. And he didn't like what? the comedian. He'd be like, burr. That's hilarious. And he's like, come on, bro. You can't be doing this during my burr. Bro, see, that's why Latin. Burr. That was you put- never move ahead. Burr. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the first time we and Felipe, I think I remember we met was in Bellflower at a room that is like a Mardi Gras room now off of Hollywood, uh, uh, Bellflower Boulevard. And I never met Felipe. We never talked. And I remember he came up to me after my set, and he goes, he's like, he looks at me right away, and he, he tells me, hey, I know you played the guitar. Like, that was the first thing you ever said to me. I didn't know you played the guitar. And I was like, hey, nice to meet you. My name's Mo Rodriguez. And then, you, and then you, you look at me, and you go, what happened to your tooth? Because I remember that tooth I had? Yeah. <laughs> oh, bro. I had a horrible fucking... Ro- right now? I, had, I had a rotting tooth really bad. We need candies, bro. Bro. Right off the bat, what happened to your tooth? And then he looked at me, he, like really deep looking. He goes, "Hey, but you're funny. You're gonna get some ass. Don't worry about it." Did you? <laughs> I did. Thank you. Hell yeah, that was the best advice. I mean, I was so, so you know, uh, self conscious about the tooth. And he was the first one to address it and say, "Let me see your tooth." Like he wanted to see the the rot. <laughs> Tell him, give and me he a goes, cue, boy. He said, "You'll still get ass. Don't worry about. It. You're funny." Did you have a guitar at that time? I did have a guitar. Uh-huh. The last time I had you a guitar, you'll still get ass. I did. I like to like build confidence in young comics. Oh, he did. You know, he, I came out of there confident. Oh, I, I would leave. Like, if I see a young comic who's like clueless, I would tell him, say, bro, what you got to do is just stand by that bathroom and wait for somebody's drunk wife to show up to tell you you're funny and you grab her boobs. <laughs> drunk wife. <laughs> Make sure she's married. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, because that way she's not going to hang around with you all day. It won't be a relationship. <laughs> She has to go That's her what you way. Think. Business as usual, man. That was beautiful. You, you, it was beautiful, man. <laughs> Sometimes, like you just like it will work. You just like I remember an older comic just told me just stand right there, like you just did something great. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "What do you mean? Like just say what did you want to do? Okay, but say you did it already." That's a good I went to the moon. Eh? <laughs> I want to be a comic, bro, like with a television show. Bro, just stand there and pretend that already happened. That's a good idea, though, dog, because, you know, put your little chest up, dog. Give him a little wink. So I would just do it like this, bro, and, oh, you were funny. Thank you. She yeah, walks. You got to be funny, though. Yeah, but of course. <laughs> you can't be there bombing. Yeah, nah, dude. As long as somebody's going to talk to you, dude. People are going to talk to you. But if you bomb and, good, and you're good looking, you still get laid. But if you're bombing... And you're ugly, you know, running tooth. 
Or <laughs> that makes you, you uglier. Or you yeah. stutter. That was the best thing to tell me when he told me, "Hey, man, you got a rotten tooth, but you're funny. You're, you're still gonna make it." Hell yeah, bro! I have bad, I had like bleeding gums. I still got laid. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Momo Rodrigo? Man, I met Momo Rodrigo. I met Momo, <laughs> Momo Rodrigo. <laughs> I met Momo Rodriguez, bro. Also, when they had the Latino laugh festival, bro. I wasn't in it. I was. Man, he was not in it. Bro. Loitering. He, he had he he had got in. Um, the rug taken out of him six months before the Latino show because that, that guy took his spot. Um, what's his name? Uh, Renee. Renee Sandoval. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. That was when I, they, they told me, we want you to be part of the show. <laughs> yes. But we need something funny. So can you just do like wear a mariachi suit? So I lived in Costa Mesa at that time. So I had a ride from all the way to North on Hollywood in the bus on a mariachi suit the whole time. And with the guitar with no strings. True story. It took me six hours to get to the club. Once I got there, they're like, you know what? We're not going to use you. And, you know, by the time 12 o'clock comes out or 2 a.m., the, the buses don't run. So I had to wait till like, 6 in the morning at the bus stop overnight till I got the buses start running again. And, again, came home with my yachi suit, bro. Sad as was the worst. Tan, tan. Dude, man. <laughs> my yachi what were we morning. supposed to do that day, though? I was that night, a sketch or they, what? They, they wanted me to, to sing serenade to someone. Whenever somebody was bombing, they wanted me to go up there and play the guitar, like El Chacal. Like, but you didn't make Whose it. idea was <laughs> this? Rick Nakeda? Yeah, it was. Oh, it was his idea. God, it God. was. Explains everything. <laughs> it was his idea. And that, to this day, I, I tell him, I always bring up my man, you made me wear a mariachi suit for six hours in the bus, going one way and then going another way. Where are you coming from? I was coming from Costa Mesa. That's far. So that's like eight buses. So you had to, like, Get like, well, the first ride to um, I get the four sixty to Anaheim. That was thirty minutes. Just to get to Anaheim, right? Thirty the, minutes. You get the four sixty, and the four sixty take you oh. all the way to downtown LA, and then oh. from downtown LA, I think it was like four other buses, and there was a delay. So, damn, the foot took the four sixty, man. The four sixty. That one goes over to Disneyland. Yeah, and you know where we worked together too before. With that fool, dude, doing the homie voices. Oh, that's right. Oh, we're Bundy, dog. Oh, we're going to get to that, bro. Oh, that's, <laughs> oh, that's oh, another that show they took away from him that same week the in the six job. months. Yeah. Well, he he's the one that kind of like took it away from me, right? Well, no, no, no. What happened on what that? What happened? What happened on that one? David was, came in, right? I was a writer, but they never. We were a writer on the homies. Yeah, I was a writer on the homies. Homies is the I little, the homies are the little dolls that everyone collected, like the. The graduating homie yeah. and all that. But then the, the the original guy named David, he wanted to have a show on CTV? On LATV. LATV. Even lower. Yeah. And then after a while, I mean, <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was I was a writer. And then, uh, you know, they had me just on one. Gorilla writing, right? Like just writing all day with nobody telling you to stop, huh? Or paying you. Or paying Oh my god! Yeah, because they didn't pay us for that. They didn't though. pay us for that. But they no. used my voice and they put they my used, name in the credit. Though. Me too. I was on. I was an on-camera person. Let's do that again. <laughs> they used to send me to, to red carpets. I did like all these red carpets, like Halloween red carpet. You guys did this and didn't get paid. No, yeah. didn't. they kept said doing it? I, I didn't. I didn't go back because I didn't get paid. Why well, did you keep doing it? Because I didn't have nowhere else hope. to go. <laughs> he, and then you know they tried to lie to me. They said you come back this next week and we'll pay you for last week. I was like, fuck that. Yeah, oh, man. fucking Momo. Hey, Momo showed up with a little baby face. Okay. <laughs> well, you know where I was working at the same time? I was working part-time at La Curacao. And the de- yeah, I remember. Marketing, marketing department. I was the one that would draw the little indios. 
and light all the salvies. Yeah, you told me the story yeah. of how they started. Though. Yeah, it turns out it was it was by the way, it's not even owned by Latinos, it's owned by Jewish two, two, two Israeli brothers. brothers. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they did were, it like they were fi- the first to give credit. And they, yeah, they did it like finger hut. Yeah. And they yeah. would make you feel like, you know, was they our job was to make it look like a Latino company. Oh, totally. So half the day I was working there and then the rest of the day I took the bus all the way down to Bundy. Man, and it got raped over there too. Like it was just nonstop. Both they, of them told me the same thing. We'll pay you one day. They didn't even spit well, on I think it. I was huh? taking the bus, man. So when you were on, um, when you have both riding, how, how did they approach you, like to get the job first? Like we're gonna make you a star at you the map factory. That, that pretty much. I no, wouldn't, I wouldn't even ask how much you it paid was, when you told uh, me that. It was Richard Villa. <laughs> it, to me, it was Renee Sandoval and that other fool. Holy! It was Richard Villa at the at the Hollywood Improv when we used to do that place. And then the Refresh Fridays, and then one day he was the like, beginning of the fr- Refresh Friday, right? Yeah, the beginning, like back in the morning, you know, these be these long lines and long lines. Jamie yeah. was all pissed. Jamie was all mad. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if Richard was. did get paid and he didn't pay anybody. Else. Of course he did. Oh, he did. He got paid. He did get paid. Yeah. So we, we were just like, oh, you know, we that was we we love that we love that place. And then that's when they would go and that's where we would get showcased. And LATV came over, or Rick and Harry came over and said. Give me as many Latinos as you can. Have them come to the studio. And like eight Another of us. One. Give me, me a brown one. And I remember, I, a I white have, one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's shopping. And I didn't have a ride, so I remember I called Fernando Flores. Hey, bro, you want to be on the show? I'll bring my ambulance. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> you want the clean one or the dirty one? <laughs> and, he can, and he's like, yeah. But, you know, I, so I had to get him a spot on the show, too, to get a ride. Oh my God! <laughs> He's giving up guest spots on bro. the show. That's what happened. It's tough, bro. Yeah, it is tough. Let me tell you, man. <laughs> you know, you know, Super Mario Salazar yeah, from yeah. Corpus Christi, Texas. Super Shout star. out to him. You know, funny guy. But he's a young comic, and um, I was doing a show in Corpus Christi, and he lives in uh, McAllen. So John Roman gave that for a guest spot on my show. Ten minutes. But I guess I found out later that he couldn't get a ride to fucking Corpus. So he had he had this other comedian, I forgot his name, Rebel Man. Or Rebel Ram, Rebel Man or whatever his name is. And that guy gave um, John, um, Mario a ride to the show. But, but what I didn't know is that Mario had to give him time. Wow. So how, how are you going to – so he gave him five minutes. So that's to split the ten now. <laughs> It's tough out there for a young comic, man. It is tough. But at least back then, we had to prove ourselves. Like, it wasn't like, I'm going to put you up because you came. Back then, if you put us up, it was because, number one, we've been doing it for a while, doing open mics. We've been doing this. And we had to bring, like, a 1,000 people if we wanted to do someone's show. Now it's a so, little easier. So Fernando, Fernando Floyd gave a ride to where? He gave me a ride to LATV. And then... And then I had to buy him a breakfast burrito. <laughs> you have a okay. spot and a <laughs> you know, breakfast burrito? I'll give you half. I'll give you half. So we bought one and shared it. We show up to LATV and like, who's this? Huh? And they were excited because, oh, you bought another one. Great. Another one. Let's throw them in there. I was like, OG migrant labor, dog. Yeah, you, Not even migrant like, labor. They get paid. This sounds like a... It- like an entertainment pyramid scheme, man. Eh? That's what it was. It was. If Rick were With Rick on the top. If Rick were Latino, everything he does and says would be considered racist. Yeah, and you know he wasn't even right? paid. Right? You told me that you should look up to him. He spoke at your school, so you believed him. He was he wasn't even paid, bro. He was not paid he at all. He wasn't paid either. He wasn't paid either. What did he get out of it? Well, because well, he was supposed to be program director of the network. Of what uh, network? Of LATV. So he's hoping for a payoff He's not in there doing that. Everybody, that. everybody was doing something so for free hoping. in order to get a position in that place. And Which that doesn't pl- even exist and, anymore. Well, it does, but all it does is do, uh, um, what do you call it? They do like the infomercials. Radio interviews, right? Yeah. 
Read yeah, it's cl- it's public access. Yeah, yeah. There and, you go. And then and then in the end, we all were promised so much money. We we're promised, and then not only that, they brought certain celebrities. I mean, I remember the day we went. They fooled what, me, Jerry. What's his name? <laughs> yeah, what's the, the guy that died recently? The director, um, John John Singleton. John Singleton. Yeah. They brought him to um, LATV, and I was there that day. We had to interview him. And I, I mean, it was they just they throw you right into you know to work, and then oh by the way, can you go in the booth and record eight different voices for Cholo voices? <laughs> that was for the homies, right? And yeah. the guys who ran the scripts were like these intellectuals, and I'm like they had no idea what was going on. They bro. were it, they no were idea, they were writing though. SNL for Cholos basically because they were doing these sketches that went over a lot of people's heads, or like, and the viewers were like, yeah, it was good, but we don't get it. <laughs> like you know, they did a, they did a, the Cholo Whisperer. They did um, CSI Cholo. Like they were trying to do sketches that well, no one dog. really understood the references. And then we, our job, CSI I mean, Cholo is pretty good. I mean, Crocodile <laughs> Hunter Cholo. Was, I mean, now now it oh is, but God. back then Cholo Whisperer. And then at one point, bro, they had me spray paint the background for the Cholo monitos, bro. Yeah, um, I was detailing them Cholos, bro. How many hours were you put in, Rodrigo? I put in four hours because I did that and I did three voices. But then uh, at lunch they brought a subway and he's all, and then uh, that I just went to. And you knew by the yeah, subway. Yeah, I, I went to Best Buy and I'm on <laughs> right across the street. I'm right? out, bro. <laughs> I just took off, dude. And then uh, no, and then because I knew it just it seemed weird, like nothing was happening, dude. Like, and then uh, I get three. They aired up. Huh? I get three. Yeah, I got three voicemails. One from uh, Renee Sandoval, one from uh, Rick Najera. Hey, hey, buddy, so when are you coming back? <laughs> I wish I would have saved him. <laughs> and they go, use this one. Orale, put that in there. <laughs> yeah, they use your voicemails. Call us back and leave voice- us a long message yeah, about where you went. <laughs> yeah, so we just want to know when you're coming back, buddy. It's already, been, it's already been two hours. What's going on here? And they're talking to me like bosses, fool. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you're talking like, to me like you're my boss. They were, uh, I was already cashing checks. Well, <laughs> you know who got paid the most in that whole thing? The guy who made the sets for the homies. Wow. And he even went over budget. The miniature set designer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he did. And, he, and there was a, and he, oh, here's the, the best part. You they, could tell it was shady. Their editor, their editor was fired <laughs> for the homies show. So I edited the last four episodes in my home computer for yeah. the homies. God. How about David? What did he get? I don't know. The creator of the homies. He didn't get anything, I think. Because he was trying I mean, to do he, it again gotta, later he's on. He's going to sell advertising to make any money, right? The station's not giving him money. He, to make he, well, the money. homies, actual card, the, the, the production, the way it looked on TV, it looked good. It was, I, a, it was animated, Okay, right? first like, of all, I, I edited it in my backyard. It was animated or this it was, was It was like a slow stop motion. motion. Stop, stop motion. Stop motion. Oh, my okay. God. It took yeah. forever. I edited the whole thing on Final Cut Pro because they lost they lost budget money because I don't know where the money went to, well, so they mo- couldn't pay for uh, editing base. Stop they got motion jacked. is the most expensive thing you can do, though. Well, that no, they didn't, a lot of time. They didn't like, do it like they were supposed to. Oh. Basically, they did claymation style. They, 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 the Cholos just did this. Take a picture yeah. and going back and forth, back and forth. Oh, so it's and not full movement. It's not no, full movement. No, not not real, not real style. And it was all so green it was, screen. It was not like um, it was fucking ghetto. It was not, like, like, it was not like robot photos. chicken. Nah, no, not even. Robot no way. Is way no, better. That's, that's real shit. Fool. It was not robot cholo. Robot cholo. <laughs> Who owns the cholo? Or the the homies? Uh, the rights to that these days? Do you know? I think LATV still owns it. Still owns it. And I think they, they wanted buy to buy that from them. They wanted to make it into. I mean, that could be a great done I'm, now. I'm surprised they still don't even sell them, dude. That, done now, it could be great if you know the right. And even David was, was to like contact people who knew what they were doing. But even <laughs> but he still gets screwed. I mean, look at the swamp meat. All this stuff is all over the swamp meat. Yeah, they own that shit. How did um who who the Can't first person the that came up to everybody and said, "Let's do this"? For me, it was it was Richard Villa. Um, but then again, he was working at LATV as a writer for that show too. He wrote most of the episodes. Writer. Yeah. Um, it was uh, Najera and Renee Sandoval that came up to me. 
Yeah. And was Richard gone at that point when they came up? To I don't. Th- I didn't see him that day. No. I didn't see anything. But I knew he was working on it. He was. I think he's a producer. on They it. came yeah. up to me one time, and then Pat Bocos, my manager at the time, yeah. asked him for money. She yeah. asked for two hundred dollars a day at least. Something. And, they, and I don't. I, I, I never got a no or an yes. But and then she never called me back and told me they said no, so it just disappeared. Yeah. But then they had you come in like audition. I remember I dropped you yeah. off for like two different auditions there, and they were like, they chose Cisco because they did it for free. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. That and, was weird. and then they had the uh, rep. <laughs> there you go. What do you call it? The city rep uh, <laughs> that now she represents the California, Wendy Carrillo. Oh, Wendy yeah. Carrillo was That's right. She That's was my she was my producer when we did the the on air camera stuff. They would send me out yeah. dressed like a homie, so nobody would come <laughs> Which up to homie me. Were you? I was the fool, <laughs> and nobody would come up to I me for the interview. I wonder why would you dress like that? They made me dress. Like nobody that. had no idea why you dressed. Nobody like that. had an idea. Like a cholo baby, dude. Yeah, like a cholo baby. <laughs> no celebrity would come up to me. Danny Trejo was the only one that came up to me for the interview. <laughs> that fool's cool. Though. And he was confused he said, you need a the whole job. time. He, like, <laughs> he said, "You need a job, man. I feel like, bad for you." Let me talk to you, mijo. He <laughs> thought it was in the backyard. I'm gonna show you how to make some donuts. Yeah, it was it was it was great, man. For me, it was a fun experience because I got to really be on set. I got to experience the business. I got to experience editing. Yeah, but you're really trying to find the positive in that. I was trying, man. You know, then, and then you did. Um, that sucks, man. Then after that, you and Richard Chen and Sherm started doing that Spanish paisa. That no, I wasn't me. No, that was, that he wasn't, wasn't me. That. I thought that was him. No, no they they, they asked me to be part of it because I was only on that new banda. Because I wasn't shy about knowing Banda back then. Yeah. And I remember Ramiro Caro, the one that passed, passed away. away. Yeah, uh, Ramiro was on stage when you did that one show. With yeah. yeah. Ramiro was up and there. And so was, the, I, I so sang was the little Chuyito guy. What's his name? Uh, Caesar. Hernandez. The singer, he's very popular. Oh, now. Gerardo. Gerardo, Gerardo Ortiz. Yeah. Well, that yeah, that was his too. cousin. Yeah. yeah, he was there too. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. I had that video of that. Me house, seeing that. Right? That was a. Uh, yeah, the ice house. And he even said, let's go to, let's go to Mexico, bro. I'm like, nah, I'm good. And then that's when he got killed, when he went over there. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah man, you can't fuck around over there like that. No, I mean, because, you know, they, these guys were not American. These guys, I mean, Mexican, they were Mexi- American guys yeah. with the Mexican mentality. But you go to Mexico and you have the American mentality. Nah, and you got to nah. give us money for the show. No, nah, we're good. Oh, you don't say no over there. Nah, nah. I know. He did a show in Mexico and TJ, like comedy show. And uh, I just told the guy who put it together, I said, you know what? You keep all the money. We don't even want any money. Yeah, just pay the openers. Yeah. And, like, Felipe just wants to do you, the show. You, you, you don't even, have a, you don't even got, got to have a sink that works. Because yeah, he was, like, telling me, like, <laughs> well, you got to pay the city. If <laughs> yeah. they come in to the show, you got to pay them. And I'm like, I don't want any dealing with having yeah. to pay the you city. Do it. They They're show up Mordida, randomly. Dog. Like, you handle that. You keep all the money. I'm pretty sure <laughs> if I was a city guy in Mexico, I'd just drive around and see a big-ass line. Well, that's what I'm just, saying. They probably... If they see a big it's an for. opportunistic if they plan. see a line on a block, they have the right to go inside and demand money, huh? Mm-hmm. They'll just fucking, they'll go over there and fucking mow one over on you. Or else, they could do that here in America, I mean, too, but shut it down. They have a tax. Yeah. It's a legit tax. This isn't like the dudes may come in. It's the city. Yeah. But they don't always come into the no. show to collect the tax. It's a big-ass, dense city, man. Yeah, so. They do it here for the, for the street vendors. There's yeah. a, people that come if you're in a certain area. Of course. And if you're in their block and selling well, fruit, you got to give them Park. Your, Everybody pays taxes. Where'd you start off doing stand-up comedy at? started doing stand-up comedy at the Ice House. And you, were, you were part of Rudy Moreno's comedy class? No, I was not. <laughs> or David's? No. The reason, the way I got into... Bobby Holiday? No. <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. Uh, Wait, Oliver. Oliver. Bobby Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No, the way I got into comedy, I snuck Greg in... Dean? Greg Dean? Oh, Greg Dean. who else? And then the... the Uncle Clyde. The Greg Wilson did one? The Greg Wilson, but no, he had a class two? He had a class two at he the Don Lovitz. You yeah. started... 
At when the, he started, he had a class? He had a class at the Ha Ha, fool. I remember Joy Medina. After Joe Medina comedy boot camp. After his class. Yeah, ah, no. David, David Arnold yes, has one, too. Yes, yes, yes. David Arnold has one. Dude, I Roxy teach you how to fart on stage. Oh, man. I, I, I went up Bro, there. How, how, how ridiculous were these classes for you? I didn't do these classes. No? Okay. No. At least you weren't smart enough to get jacked. No, I okay. I went to theater. I was a theater major. So I, so I that learned, what I told you? You could go work like, cartoons for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, think about it. My dad, a legal alien, came to this country, didn't have any money, hated his job, and then his son gets a job, a clown for free. He was pissed. Who's that? <laughs> my dad. So I had to work at like with a sow. Generation on my side. Right? So I had to work at like Cura For everybody who knows, doesn't know what Cura Sao is, El Cura Sao is like the Mexican, Latino, Best Buy, Best Buy, and they'll yeah. give credit to anybody as long as you want to leave your passport there. Like, <laughs> like, six, like 25 to 30% interest. Yes. Oh, it's ridiculous. It bro. is ridiculous. And the it's only criminal, other dog. growing up as a kid, I could tell you right now that um, there was, like, there was like four major places that would give um, immigrants credit. And they were like, oof, it was like pretty much borrowing furniture from, from the mob. Yeah. It was La Popular, La Popular, La Casa Dierdens, La Casa Phoenix, uh, Centro Pro, La Casa Centro Crystal Promotion, Crystal Promotion, yeah, no? Crystal Promotion, La Canasta, and then the cent, Central Market. Yeah, and those people will give you could walk out of the consola and meet Mexican Santa Claus there and get a coloring book with Woody Woodpecker <laughs> on it. Scam, dog. <laughs> a Mexican coloring book. Yeah, I remember Bro. when we we went to Rena Center years ago because Rena Center is the same thing. Just you know, non-Latino, I guess. They get you. Yeah. Now they rent rent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we rented, we, I think we were renting a couch or something. We, and we were renting to own. And yeah. I was looking around and I think I was 14 and I was like, you know, I think this this is not a good idea. I was like, we're going to end up paying more for this couch Bro, than buying oh, like a thousand dollar couch. couch. One of my, one of my horror, worst first gigs was me and my little brothers. We were dressed up like Carlos Terres Magos and took oh, photos with people at Central Electric. Oh my gosh! So all day, man. How'd you guys get that gig, fool? Bro, it's a hard gig to get. I'll tell you how I got it, bro. <laughs> You're gonna be selected. I signed up to this acting agency where you where you pay. Oh. <laughs> so I paid twenty five bucks. A star is born. Rasa. So I thought they give me that at work. So this, this, this so Amazon. This la- so this lady said, "Estamos actores, chartista." So we went to that the the costume, the costume palace or the costume house. Right there and uh, on Hollywood Boulevard, right you know where it is? It was by the magic shop. It's yeah. still there. Yeah, yeah, that place. And they got all kinds of costumes, bro. You want to be a fucking Mexican genie? They got it. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be a Mexican Confederate soldier? They got it. <laughs> so right there, bro, the lady dresses us up like fucking... Um, she took you guys, all three yeah, of you? Yeah, all of us, bro. We fucking got... We rented Los Tres Reyes Magos outfits. The lady paid to rent them. Uh-huh. And we went to Grand Central, Central Electric in, in, in Washington... And bro, for eight hours straight. straight eight hours, no lunch. No, we, they bought her lunch. Oh, okay. With we frankincense took, or what? Yeah, we took photos with a bunch of kids and a bunch of people. Dude. Even the ladies that worked with like, secretaries, ah, you can't afford to call us. You guys Except get paid? Fuck yeah, we got paid, bro. Yeah, not like TV, bro. <laughs> we got paid, bro. It was like a budget, eh? But let me tell you, bro, my bro, my little brother was still like in high school and junior high, they didn't get shit, dog. <laughs> They gave me all the money, bro, and I only gave them 50 bucks each. You were the representative wow. for all three of them? Or all you guys? I gave them $50 each for three days. See, that's not bad. See, he knew what he was talking when about. When you're a little kid. I kept the rest, bro. They were happy, bro. 
I'm overdressed like freaking the fool. So my dad, <laughs> not getting paid. if my dad would have got us that gig, he would have not give a shit. <laughs> Nothing? Nothing. Because I remember we collected five big-ass plastic bags, hefties, the big trash bags. You know the big hefties? Yeah, fuck yeah. We shoved those three bags full of smashed aluminum cans, bro, mm. that we collected. Not my dad. And when we got there, bro, they gave my dad like 38 bucks. That food just bought a torta, dog. <laughs> <laughs> and and to took sh- a bite out of it. <laughs> yeah. He bought a torta each. Like he had carne asada, I had ham, my brother had pastor, and I food took a bite out of all of them, bro. Wow. And he gave us one bag of chips and a zapatillo sauce, bro. Damn. And one soda. A sampler. A, it was a two, <laughs> a two liter, bro, that was to split. And after that, bro, we said, we started hiding our, our can somewhere else and taking our, our cans without him, bro. <laughs> they got rid of their agent. They got rid we of their stopped <laughs> working with that food, dog. <laughs> that food just got loaded. Spent all the money, dog. Fuck. You were like that dad from that um, Robert De Niro movie. Yes, I was just this, this, boy, oh my this God, boy's life. The boy's dude. life. Yeah. Boy's life. Fucking, I, I was just thinking about that because my mom that kept my brother's brutal, paper route money. Wow. And uh, he never got to spend it. And then she spent it because we needed stuff for the house. So she's using his paper route money. He was so angry. And I was angry for him. I was like, he worked for that. And I didn't see the fairness in this. I was like, this is not fair. I found out the little boy and from that little Christmas boy Story that when he was drink more over tea. Oh, yeah. Um, a commercial. <laughs> and then, like, bro, but then I thought we started working with my dad. We started putting sand in the fucking aluminum cans <laughs> and BBs. Wow. And then, like, the people that worked there, they know what a bag weighs. They know, they know. Of yeah. course, dog. Because <laughs> you thought you had a scam, huh? Yeah. And she came out of $50. Did it work the first time, at Fuck least? Fuck yeah. <laughs> but later on, when you got too careless, bro, like the bag. You got too greedy. You could feel the bag yeah. at the bottom, the un puño de tierra, bro. It's all bro. grainy, huh? After a while, bro, we got greedy, bro. We just started dumping dirt in the bag, bro. <laughs> you didn't even get sand anymore, bro. So what else you do, bro? I know you're, you're a little hustler, bro. I'm doing a lot. I'm trying to do as no, much bro, as I can. No, bro, you're a kid. You used to oh. always hustle. Huh? Bro, I work my first job you at 14. You made money selling newspapers, bro, shining nah. shoes. First job at 14, I lied about my age, and I was a, uh, sold fucking pizzas. I was a pizza salesman. For Pizza Loca? No, from Paisanos Pizzas and Subs in, in La Palma. I was, I was a... La Palma, California? I was a hardcore dishwasher, worked my way up to pepperoni slicer, and eventually pizza maker, bro. Damn. Fucking Luigi. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> but wait, bro. Yeah. Paisano Pizza in La Palma, California. Yeah, and then I had a People don't right know that. Park, right? La Palma is a little ass city. It's like an island. It's right. It's between Hawaiian Gardens. <laughs> Buena Park. Buena Park yeah, area. That little, the small it's little fucking area. A lot of retired um, Michael... Um, <laughs> A lot of retired Lockheed people used to live there. No, we did a lot. It was fun, man. The cool thing about that is the first time I learned about how to really like manage money and lie to my parents. Because I was also that guy that had to give my mom at least half. A little cut. I made. hate that shit, dog. Yeah, and she was saying, if you give me the mask in my ass, the more you get. The more, the more you give me, the more God will give you. That's Which is that's the prosperity. That's the prosperity. Lies, 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 prosperity bro. ministry. Give me your shillings and lies. I'll give you one back. <laughs> I never got All anything back. Don't I would, lie to me. I See, your mom right there, man. Your mom taught you a bad way of doing things, bro, because yeah. 
thinking that way made you get that job for free. For free LA TV to this yeah. day. I'm waiting for my Holding return. out hope for they yeah. will they will pay me. Yeah. They it will. made me a good person. That's, like, a, man, that's a downfall. Me, bro. <laughs> I would lie to my mom. I don't give a shit, dog. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I, I, I give her like a little, like, like, like if I had $200, $20. Bucks, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know what? I fed the family because I would mess up pizzas on purpose. When you mess up a pizza, you can take it home. Oh, please, dog. What do you think a job like that's for, dog? So, would... so, so you put all that batter and all that sausage in a bag? And well, it's... I would give the wrong order. Like they would say, I want pepperoni. Oh, I put sausage in it. Oh, we'll take it. No, 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 no. You deserve best. They know you get fired <laughs> in the end. coming to the house. Yeah, I'm, I'm Don't you get home. fired in the end for messing up uh, You know much? what? The guy knew. I mean, he knew. He was paying me five, five bucks an, an hour under the table. I was 14 years old. I wasn't even allowed to be oh, working yeah. there. How many hours you work? I was working like nine to ten hours. God damn, dude. In the summertime, it was worse, so man. loved you, huh? <laughs> and then uh, it, it was fun, man. And then uh, eventually I just I went to school, and then I started working on writing, and I got into the theater programs, and I became a thespian. Hell yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. <laughs> and then I worked for free for the rest of my life. <laughs> so when did, you, when did you meet Anthony Quinn's cousin? <laughs> I'm related to Anthony Quinn. My he's he's my great uncle. My real name is Eduardo Rodriguez a, Oaxaca. Do you know he's, the history of the last name Quinn? And it's Quintana? a lie. It's a lie, bro. Did you hear about it though? Yeah, I heard it's it. an Irish last I'll name. Tell, I'll tell you the truth. The, the, I always the, thought he was Irish. Yeah. Always, well, he's I, a, this is what I heard about I mean, the last name Quinn. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the last name Quinn and Quinto. I heard that the, when the, when the family were, were here. There was a lot of quintos already, you know, like quinto. Yeah. But then a lot of Native Americans started naming themselves quinto. Yeah, it's So they true. changed it to Quintana. Because and then Quinones, the... and then eventually Quinn. You know, quinto comes from quinto sol. Quinn comes from quin, right? Yeah, from the quinto sol. Yeah. Aspects. The fifth son was like was a big thing for them. Um, there's a lot of bands named quinto sol. Right. It's, it's very indigenous. The Anthony so once Quinn's... you became, the, the original last name was Quintana or Quinn or Quinto? No, no, no. Quinn is, is Irish. A legit yeah. the, rea- last name. the reality yeah. is he's from Chihuahua, Mexico. And during those times, a lot of the Irish came in to help in the railroads. And they a lot of, they a also lot of Irish. escaped they were the Civil War. Yeah, a lot they also of, defected from the Civil War. And yeah, los, los, yeah. Los, um, Patricios. And then they also helped during the, the revolution to, to, to use a lot of the guns in the railroads. Pancho right. Villa. And also that Catholic lean. Yeah, so my my, my grandfather's, his, I mean, a lot of the family's Irish. Our family's Taran also. So we have a lot of Irish in us. My, uh, Anthony Quinn's my uncle. His mom, her name is Manuela Oaxaca. That's that's on my, my, my grandpa's side. His dad's name was Quinn, and he's an Irishman. He came. He lost contact of his dad. Then she crossed over, and that's when he, you know, pretty much grew up in East L.A., but really he was in Chihuahua, Mexico. Yeah, because they tell the whole story on the Lawrence of Arabia has a little uh, little history of Anthony Quinn on there on the yeah. second DVD. I uh, so that's our family. Anthony Quinn is our is our uh, is like our great uncle, and that's why Alex's son that lives in L.A. You know, he didn't put you in the will. No, bro, he had like eighteen <laughs> kids. Hell yeah, dog. <laughs> he's getting down to his seventies. Eighteen dog. kids, eighteen kids. That guy. One of the, but the first Latino, the first Mexican American to win two Oscars or oh, win yeah. an Oscar at all. So. Did he? But did he highlight his ethnicity much, no. though? No, no. I never, no. I never back then it was him. tough. Right? Not, not then. He wasn't. No. Well, he, but he. There were two periods, though, in Hollywood, because there was a period in Hollywood where it was there 70s. was a shared, you know, joy of the cinematic yeah. history, and it included Mexico. Yeah, and that's because and, of Mexico's golden era. Yeah. yeah, and it was that Mexico golden era that was. I mean, it was just as accepted. It was almost like an its own NAFTA. Like, we went yeah. down there yeah. and got actors and they made movies up here. Well, and, and I think it all changed class? after World War II. After World War the II? The whole commie thing and all that. All, 
You know, yeah. and Spanish is less, and then especially here in the states, if you meet Latinos that are in their sixties or seventies, they used to they would speak Spanish at home, but if they would speak Spanish at California Indeed. schools, they get spanked. Dude. Raquel Welsh yeah. is a good example right there. Rosie and the Originals. Yeah. No one knew Rosie was Mexican. Yeah, dude. You know, and then Anthony Quinn did a lot of movies that he played other races. Yes. And that's the best thing about him. So whenever people say, "Oh, they don't have roles for us," well, I mean, this is a guy who won two Oscars playing what he's not. Zorba, dog. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, with the being no palanes for it. Yeah, Zorba the Greek. And he still did it. So I, I think it's a lot of people just complain too much if they're not that good at certain things. But there is also the race card in Hollywood. We, I mean, I experienced that a lot of times. Uh, networks, pitching to networks. They'll read your stuff. And I'll say, we went to a network. I'm not going to say the name. Myself and my mentor went. We pitched the show. They said it was great. You know, not going to mention your mentor's name? Well, I mean, I don't want to talk about the story. But I'll say it right now with the story. Mentiras. So, so what year was that? Three years ago? This is two years ago. So we went in there, and then we pitched the show, and they loved the show. They said I was a great writer. said I was an amazing writer. They told me all this shit. Then, you know, we leave the meeting. He's like, it was successful. No, because I sent them a blank PDF of the show. So they just brought us in there just to meet with us, and they didn't, never read the script. You know? I mean, that just shows. I mean, what do you do? But they dude? don't do that with anything, though. I mean, that, I, mean that, it, I wouldn't say that's a... That's not normal, but they did it with me. They're lazy with everybody, I should say. I think so. They're lazy in general. They're afraid to make any sort of new risky decisions. They follow yeah. the decisions of their predecessors. Man, especially when you go to what that, everybody else is you guys, doing. Did you guys go pitch at CBS? No. Okay. We pitch at a, at a major network, though. We, yeah, we, we pitch at NBC, CBS. ABC. Um, ATF. ATF. <laughs> <laughs> we pitch all the Fs. <laughs> they're, they're nice, but when you go, they treat FDA. you like FDA. Yeah, it's a rigmarole. It's just like I mean, it, the thing is, you can just always see who the leader in the room is, and who all the other followers are, and they're just like, oh yeah, yeah I was thinking the same thing. It's all yes men. Yeah, and they're so afraid to make any decision on their own. Nobody for wants fear to lose of their getting, job. losing their job. And you know, we were just—I was just listening to this interview by Bob Iger, the head of Disney. And he was talking about a huge mistake he made. It messed up. He messed up. And then he was like 20-something. And he stepped up and he said, you know what? It was me. I messed everything up. And they, got, they were so excited that he stepped oh. up and took responsibility. They, they didn't even care. They forgot about the problem. Shocked them. It shocked them because in, the, in that business, in Hollywood, nobody takes responsibility for that stuff. They just they'll, – they'll pass it on or, oh, yeah. I don't know who did it. Or They're so, they're so scared. So it's pretty much till it gets cracking where people start talking and like, uh, you know, this is a good yeah. idea and this and that. It has to yeah. have – that's I mean, what I try to do with a lot of my pilots. try to give more – I try to give more momentum and more hype than they actually have, you know, have just to get everybody excited, just to get the networks excited. But when you do that, you know, Rasa comes in. Oh, he doesn't have anything going on. <laughs> Why is he making it seem like it's a big deal? It ain't nothing. He ain't doing nothing. So, I mean, it's – you try to use certain methods, but the same methods will take you down from competitors. But that's what networks want. They want attention. They want to see if they can sell a product. They want proof of concept, not on a little trailer, but also in numbers and in social media and enthusiasm and in hashtags. But we got to have a, a front, you know, a, a united front where we can all pick someone and go with them. I mean, you can have a show. You get everyone to stand behind you. It's picked up, not because it's a good or good written. It's because people are behind it. But it's also... The whole game of pitching an idea anyway, though, there's so few that make it through. I'm sure that's an art in itself, too, right? The whole pitching art. I mean, we went through pitching last year. We're pitching again right now. Next week is our big pitch week to the networks. The studio already said, yeah, we have a studio behind us. Even that studio's sister partner network didn't say yes. They're like, oh, you know, we're on a different – we're staying away from family comedies. 
Okay, well then why did you know why did that studio send us here to pitch even? Like what's the point of pitching? To get a big no. Yeah, well, to they, get a big no. But they, then you go through all this stuff, all this stuff, and then finally somebody says yes, and then you gotta go through another hurdle, another hurdle. I mean it's not they're very closed minded when they're hearing things or they're listening, okay, what have I what have I not heard before? That's really what they're listening for. Well, you guys pitch a lot. What would you say to comedians? First of all, you you can't come into you can't come into a meeting and say to within a Latino show, I'll do like this. Because they already heard that so many times. Yeah. Yeah. You can't go in there saying that there isn't a Latino show out there. We're going to have one. You got to just forget about that. Don't even mention that the show Latino. Just show, we have a show that's funny. Here are the characters. It, it, here's the characters. They want to it's as funny of these guys. Don't mention they're all Latino. They don't know by the names. Yeah. And then you go in there. This is the type of show that is not out there. It's about a single mom or a single father, about this and that. This is and, the struggle. And, and this, this is, is the, the struggle tension. that they do. Yeah. This is what, what struggles that they're going through everybody. And don't even mention that. Don't mention that you go, the, the struggle that's going through everybody in America because they don't want to hear. But then you're nationalizing your, 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 um, your show to be a, a third ethnicity. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to name you. You're going to sell your <laughs> show, bro. Like you're selling us fucking the same detergent that we use to wash soap, to wash clothes, basically. And. Bro, I don't give. I don't care, bro. There's one Latino in them, and you're pitching to that Latino could could be Aborigine, bro, because that person's not gonna open their mouth. No, they all close off. And because I remember, I went meeting. to a meeting yeah. and I saw, I saw the same. I seen, I saw the same Latino person there. Yeah. With, with the same white lady there, and like, and when there was like a when there's something that the woman did not understand, I mean that Latino person could have opened their big mouth and explained it yeah. to the person you're working with. I mean, I don't have to be the one to be explaining that to her. You're Latina or Latina X too. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. I shouldn't be the one explaining to your boss what the hell I'm talking about. You should just be right there like a Latino monkey saying, hey, you know what? Tell this is what we're talking about. It's like bingo. They play it at home. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah like you can't like explain, explain loteria. <laughs> you can't explain loteria in front of her. I got to do it. Oh, Lat- she should have turned around and said, Oh, Latoria like a bingo game, like old maid. We yeah, all play yeah, it. Yeah, yeah some yeah. validation for us when we're talking in there. But no. But she's there yeah. sitting down like she never played Loteria. No, they hide all that stuff. I Nobody wants to be a trailblazer, yeah. huh? No, they're all afraid. <laughs> but the one who does become a trailblazer, then everybody follows yes. that and goes, oh, that's, that's the I girl from that That's person. the woman from ABC who every time I, sit, I go to a meeting, she stands up. Oh, I love you, Felipe. I'm a big fan. And the main lady gets up, too. Man. And that movie, that, yeah. I've seen both of them. Moving up because every yeah. time I go to a meeting, they're a higher place. That's another thing you run into those people as they move up the ladder too. If they stay, I always say network. thank you. They're yeah. happy to see me. I don't write no blog hating them. <laughs> you know, yeah, even if I that, when dog. I get my show, because I'm going to get, I'm not going to give up. <laughs> even if they're there for ten episodes, yeah, it's going to be a long letter written by Lisa in my words, <laughs> thanking everybody for the opportunity. Because at the end of the day, all you got to do is say thank you. Well, you learn that from the comedy clubs to all the clubs you go. You see, thank people you. Move Continued from, business, dude. Relationships. You know, and, you see and, them and move from and, to, and then you more move up. Every show. Now she flying the plane. Every show that's on the air, it's just a, it's just a product, bro. It, it is. And it's if they get all rid of it, all they, all they did was get rid of chocolate milk from the yeah. fucking station. You have to, you have to always cocaine. remember, it's TV a, exists to sell products. That's yeah, because you can never compare st- television to your the great stand-up career you have going yeah. because. 
that doesn't that doesn't transcend to executives. And you're con- they you're in- don't give a fuck how many times you sell it to Microsoft. Right, you're in control of your stand-up. You're not in control of that yeah. show. The corporate not- sponsors, the people who buy those products, they're in control of your show. And you have to sit back and take it if you want to keep your show on the air. That is, that's just one well, of those things. That's why I tell when, people make when, it a writer. When they're listening to the pitch, <laughs> they're not listening about giving you a show. The person listening to it can I go. Can I go 20 episodes on this? Can I manipulate it? Can I do a spinoff from yeah, each of these fuck characters? Fuck yeah, bro. Oh, look at Blackish. They got like they three spinoffs and everything. That was the main uh, question I they would ask me. for a brownish. Well, they want to look at the longevity. They want to look yeah. at the, what's your story arc? What's the arc of this character in season two? How much can we do? Like we were talking about Show me your Bible. And, like, Show me your... and also, what man, makes this character funny? Also, man, they these. don't want nothing period- periodic. Yeah, it's more expensive. You mean more a period expensive. piece. A period yeah. piece. They can't have that something that's going to lead to the next show because when it... Cause when they sell the show, they're gonna be able. They're gonna the person that buys it is gonna be gonna be. It's gonna want to show this in different parts. Oh, you're like, talking uh, about something that's not episodic. Well, they can yeah. do a prequel yeah. to it, yeah. and they, that's when they can put big money to yeah. make it periodical. Like she's, Fargo. She's, he's yeah. talking about episodic, so it's not episodic. Yeah. Nobody so buys episodic, just, man. Some people do, but it's harder not to a sitcom. do that. Not a sitcom. It's harder to do that. Yeah, sitcom, sitcom has to be a free flowing. It can yeah. change. Anything can change. A person can die. How are we gonna How are we gonna rewrite Bro, this? When we pitched our show the first time, when we got a deal, me, Dustin Ibarra. Ibarra with the two showrunners, two showrunners, two showrunners. You thought and a studio backing, and they still said no. Yeah, <laughs> we got our de- holding development me, me money, and we got our fucking um, our um, penalty fee money. Mm-hmm. It was a good year for penalties. <laughs> I think there were five <laughs> Latino no shows. <laughs> so, well, so anyways, I know that um, that year, Angela Johnson's show didn't get picked up, or I don't know how far it went. I know that Fluffy show didn't get picked no. up. I know that my show was not picked up. Gina. I know that Paul Rodriguez and Teach Marine yeah. and Paul Rodriguez Jr. show didn't get picked up. Gina Brion. And Gina Brion didn't James get picked up. Kevin James backing her, too. Yeah. yeah. And also, George, no, right? No, don't George. No. George wasn't doing one there that was no year. George that year. Not that so. year. Well, I, I Remember think, how they yeah. say they can't tell them all no at once? Well, they, they did, did they that did year. They did that year. <laughs> that was three years ago, right? And you know who messed up a lot of it? And I, I'll tell you. Rick um, Nahida. No. A lot of companies that were, say bad words here, that were putting they were putting money in uh, what do you call it in, in um, John Leguizamo no in, in uh, YouTube people uh, oh, yeah. they thought that if they were to give people who had millions of subscribers a development deal that's it when they went to network they realized that these YouTube stars weren't actors. Or writers, or the, or, or the other fans can only stand them for fifteen. Yeah, seconds. they only want yeah. them for a two second. Like, how, like yeah. I love Angry Orange, but not for thirty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Annoying, Annoying Orange. Orange. <laughs> yeah, so that stopped a lot of a lot of money was wasted for like three seasons. That and adding the the strike of the writers during that time, it ruined so much. People saying, you know what, let's, let's develop a show, and it became the year of the era of I produce my own show. Do you want to buy it? It's already shot. Here are my 12 episodes. There's my 22 episodes. How much do you want for it? And I think we're barely getting back into the studios now producing shows again like they used to. Except this time they're on a different platform. They're Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, which is even better because, you know, there's more avenues and there's more uh, there's more demographics on those. There's more. Yeah. You can see, you know, not just the, what was the one back then? What was it called? The. The ratings, what were they called? The Nielsen? Nielsen ratings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back then they wouldn't tell you anything. In fact, how many Mexican pe- families had Nielsen rating box in their house? We had Nelson Ned ratings. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now the, the networks, like, are, 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 I think they're dealing with shows like the cable networks, like 
They're yeah. afraid to take a risk and give your ass 20 episodes immediately. Yeah, they're yeah. not they're even doing 10. 23 anymore. Should yeah. we might give you six. Yeah. Or three, like Lost. Remember Lost gave him three? For real? Lost? Lost, was, Lost was given three, and they didn't think they were going to get picked up. Oh, originally. you mean the first season? And at, once, once they got picked up, like, what do we do now? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know we'd go this far. So let's get, get Lost. Yeah, let's get Lost. Lost in space. That's all right. That's a, did you see that one on Netflix? Fuck no. <laughs> so what's up, man? What you got going on? I got a podcast going on, the Paragordo Activity Podcast. Like paranormal, right? It's paranormal, but it's two <laughs> fat guys, so it's Paragordos. So you guys see, you guys see like disappearing. Oh, uh, we talk about like the, the disappearing torta. No, <laughs> they lost the, the ghost burrito, the, the sign of the obese. No, we have we have different. We talk about people's stories. DJ Chef, right? Yeah, DJ, uh, Don Hefty, the DJ Chef. <laughs> we're doing oh, this. We're doing this amazing. We're having guests come in Bro, and tell some ghost stories. Have anybody came in and told like a good ass ghost story? Oh yeah, because I love that shit. Hey, it's fucking oh. like the Noche de Cocoy. I'm down. Oh man, we had one <laughs> recently of, 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 a, of a guy who said he was possessed by a hundred demons. Jeff Garcia. Okay, <laughs> 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 coming to get you, Doc. Nah, and, Doc. And then we had one. I mean, I had. I was a ghost hunter. Remember that? One had a, collect, a, a, a collecting basket. <laughs> do you remember when I was a ghost hunter? I, yeah, I remember that shit. I used to do. I used to do ghost hunting, and then uh, that's what got me into it, man. I saw some stuff that I didn't want to, never want to see again. Right What'd here. What'd you see, dog? I was at, How'd you the, ghost the, hunt? The, the little that's what home, I'm saying. The dog. little homies telling in line. Homies start talking. Oh, homies come alive at night and tell me, hey, you deserve got, money, bro. I got ghosted <laughs> by the deserve, producers, eh? You deserve money. So what'd you see? Well, we were at that, Alexander. Well, I had, a, I had a, a, a medium, you know, a guy that was... You had a medium? That's the first time I... <laughs> <laughs> I knew we were going to go. I was that's waiting a, for it. I was waiting for someone got, to jump on it. That's why you got Don Hefty. I got yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I'm the medium. There's not we a, a medium in the room. We have a medium here. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. So, so this guy was on like Love Line. He was he's a renowned psychic, right? You should right? just have a regular a me- guys medium, <laughs> medium guy. Does he see ghosts? Medium large, medium nah, big, just, just medium. Just have Flacco in there as your medium. He's the only know? medium we know. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we were we were doing the show, the show, and he's a psychic. He's all over the radio, and he says, "Let me go on a ghost hunt with you." We took him. We went to the Alexandria Hotel, the one here on Fifth and Spring. Right that there. shit is haunted. We went to the, we, the. They gave us access, full access. We did a whole investigation. We didn't see anything around 3 a.m. A lot of heroin. Actually. I know, right? <laughs> oh yeah, there was around 3 a.m. They asked us to go to the uh, seventh floor. We don't see anything. It was a room where, where um, one of the guys committed suicide, um, Valentino, in one of the rooms, and he still haven't opened the door. Really, Valentino? Yeah. Oh my God. So they took away all this, uh, all the cables. We pack everything up. We're leaving as we're leaving. Ooh. Elevator opens up. A little girl walks out, about like nine years old, wearing a pink dress. Smiles at me and, and the medium, the psychic, and she goes and I even tell him why wouldn't someone let their daughter out at three in the morning? Mm. You know, he's like, well, first of all, you just saw you just saw an apparition that wasn't really there, and I think after I saw that, it was so real, it was so on the level where it was like a real person, not like it was transparent on that bullshit. They say you know, ghost star, it was real, and I couldn't see for like maybe like a week, man. You couldn't see after that. I couldn't I couldn't sleep because every time I closed my eyes, I saw a little girl. So after a month of research, we found out that in 1909, the Alexandria was built, and the architect, his daughter, fell in the elevator shaft. That's what we got from that story. And then we actually have an EVP, uh, electric voice phenomenon, of, of someone talking in there, and we have a video of black mass flying around uh, in the ballroom. In fact, we, Is did, that evil? we did the ballroom together. Is black mass evil? It's, I mean, you can't, well, you don't understand something, you know, we tend to call it evil. I don't know. It didn't hurt us. There's nothing to understand, sir. <laughs> But so yeah. apparitions, ghosts—they're real people. They're not, <laughs> Lisa, they're not oh, real people. I mean, they look like they look. Like, I mean, they, what we saw, but we have Sorry, all this. Bro, it's South made up. 
I think for the first time I agree with Alex Delarge. <laughs> I've never seen a ghost and people say, like, oh, this house I is did. haunted. Have you seen I the did. ghost? I thought I did. I thought you did. Look, when I was a little That's kid, what my mom told me. I, was like, living in a, I was living in a project, four-bedroom apartment, two-bath, one-bath. Candyman. Um, <laughs> Candyman on the project. I thought I saw an old lady pass by. Right? And then after that, I found a baseball. Right? And then... Um, you just Joe Jackson. There were these lesbian <laughs> chicks <laughs> that were hardcore lesbians, and hardcore. It, you can hear them grind. How <laughs> you know they're hardcore? hardcore. <laughs> the way they look, because they threw scissors at people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because you know, growing up, we don't know, we don't know like any anything other but um, the the male version of a lesbian. Yeah, like, a butch. I, like, I didn't know no other lesbian. So for us, that was hardcore. Because yeah. <laughs> this chick used to wear a, a Levi jacket, bro. It would be 100 degrees. And she had like a mullet, bro. That's hardcore. That's hardcore. And she had jeans and wallabies, bro. First lesbian i ever seen was a chola. And then her homegirl, she had curly hair like Dusty Rhodes, bro. Nobody want to be with Damn. her. Bro. Like Harley Dusty Race. Ball. Like, like real, the kid in Bad Santa. Yeah. Had some gum in there, huh? Yeah, imagine that girl being a... Yeah, man. And all they did was jump fools all day. <laughs> All day, bro. The kind of chicks, bro. Like, they'll be like, they'll be like, like some bias. They'll be like cat calling them, "Hey, mija, mijo," and then they'll turn around, bro, and beat the fuck out of them, bro. <laughs> so that chick told me, Hardcore. you know, you know, my aunt used to live at the house. She died there. Her grandma died at the house. Did she play baseball? Yeah, man. <laughs> she played with Babe Ruth. Give <laughs> <laughs> it the screwball. Holes. So yeah. Um, you should have uh, Karen Rontowski on. We had her on. She's a comic. Karen, bro, you get she her reads tarot cards. Oh, yeah. wow. She's That's probably the only man. person that I've ever liked that like, is kind of like, all right, dude, I can probably she's possibly really, awesome. leave this She's shit. really good. So, but, awesome. but she's cool. And uh, she's funny, too. And then uh, Brian Scalaro has a lot of ghost Brian stories. Brian Scalaro, a good friend. He has ghost stories. He has great stories. He, he told us a story about that condo in some city, mm-hmm. and the cabinets were opening. And then he finally like made friends with the ghost. Every time he went to the bedroom, the yeah. cabinets would all was open. Was it at Zany's? I don't remember where it was. But I can't remember the story, but um, or that detail. Yeah. But he he said he, every time he would go into the bedroom to sleep, that all the cabinets would open and the lights would turn oh, on. Man. And then he came out, and then they would close. And then if so, he made a deal with the ghost. So what if I sleep out here on the couch? And then he slept there, and then the cabinets all stayed closed that night. They didn't want him in the bedroom. Go go to a hotel. That's what I would have done. Would you want? <laughs> fuck that. I would have got my drill and just fucking drill fucking screws in those fucking doors. Fuck you, ghost. What's up, fool? Upcoming show this week. I'm going to be, at, I'm gonna be at in, the, in Los Angeles finally. Wow. October 4th at the Microsoft Theater. Um, the next day, I'll be in Yuma area, Winter Haven, California, Quechan Casino. Riverside, October 8th, all Spanish show, Life Arts Center. All the money goes to the Life Arts Center. You gotta come out here, man. They got chips, soda. <laughs> um, You're pushing that show wine. with chips. St. <laughs> Paul, Minnesota, October 11, Ordway Center, Silmar, California, October 5th, Casa Torres. This place has tortillas. <laughs> it's good stuff. Also, San Antonio, October 26th, Tobin Center. Almost sold out. Damn. Both of those, uh, Riverside, you can only buy tickets at the door. The day of the show, like what, seven o'clock? Starting at seven. O'clock? Yeah, doors open at seven. And then the Casa Torres show; those are free shows, but you got to come early because 
They fill up fast. And people were there at 5 o'clock last time That's for an awesome. 8 o'clock Smashed. show. And Con- hold it, holding down a bar stool. Because it's a, it's a bar show. It's small. We're keeping yeah, the Spanish man. show small. We got Chasta, Nasty, Nasty. <laughs> Ovaltine. <laughs> October 16th in uh, Boyle Heights at the Paramount. We have yeah, a show's coming show. up, bro. I have a show that is not going to have anybody show up because everyone's going to be watching Felipe Sparza at the Microsoft. Or the Dodger game. Or the Dodger game. Dodger. Or, the, or, or Joker. Or Joker. Had, Joker. There's a Pers- lot of stuff to compete with. I have with family there. friends. I have family. I have best friends that told me, hey, man, I love you, but I'm going to go see Felipe on Friday. <laughs> sounds like family to me. That sounds like family <laughs> to me. Emilio Rivera calls me. He's like, hey, I know I told you I was going to go to your show on Friday at the Ice House, but hey, I'm going to go with Emilio Carnal. Hey, Felipe. Yeah. Felipe <laughs> Yeah, and... He hasn't gotten, he hasn't returned our text. Oh, man. No one's referred, not, not one person. What's up, face. fool? How'd you meet George Lopez, bro? Where are you going to be, though? Tell where are you going to uh, be at? Say, I'm gonna gonna going to be at the Ice House on Friday at oh, 10 o'clock. Um, and then I'm going to be on the 27th of October at the Bray Improv, also doing the Paragordo activity on stage. Um, the show, the, uh, the, the one of the Bray Improv, let's get back to that show. What yeah, day is that? The 27th of October. Are those tickets for sale or are there guest list? They're, they're for sale. That's a Saturday. October 27th, man. Para Gordo. Activity. Anybody out there that has a strange or yes. a ghost encounter, hit up Momo Rodriguez on Instagram and maybe you, you maybe get a chance to say it on stage. Pretty good chance. Pretty good Pretty chance. Good. <laughs> That's yeah. good. Really good chance. Good chance to get picked. Really good. What's up? How did you meet George Lopez? I met George Lopez by crashing his studio and then crashed his golf tournament. I went in the studio. I, 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 I went as a seat filler and I told them for a different show. And then I stayed in the restroom for about four hours. Oh my. And then I God. left. You know how they give the audience a limited? So I lay, stayed in the restroom for four hours. Once the closest clear, it came out. I went on to the sound stage. I got into the sound stage. I told him I was his cousin. And you I told hate, George you were his cousin? No, I told the, the page at the door. That George was your George cousin. George was my cousin. They let me in, and then a, a PA stopped me, and they said, you're not his cousin. Did and George then, know you yet? No. And then I got, that takes some fucking And balls. then I got zip-tied. I was zip-tied because <laughs> the handcuffs couldn't reach my back. So they had to get these zip-ties. <laughs> Would you tell him to get on? Oh, I hate Carlos Mencia, too. So eh? I'm sitting there. <laughs> Oh man, I'm sitting there so uncomfortable. And then after I was let go, and then he had, legs fell asleep. And then they let me do. Uh, they let me go on on the on the studio audience and do some time. And then he told me to go to the ice house. And then years later, just go take some comedy classes. Yeah, go take some comedy. Ice go see go see Bobby Oliver. Um, see Rudy see Rudy <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to give me the brush off. So then a, week, um, a few years later, I crashed his golf tournament at Lakeside, which is a difficult golf tournament. It's one of the biggest golf tournaments. And I thought you were good at crashing shit, bro. Right? <laughs> I was about to say the wrong thing. I don't do scandalous <laughs> shit like that, Felipe. So <laughs> not when George is involved. Wait, 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 wait. How'd you get involved? How'd you get in the golf course? Well, I snuck in that. through the the one in front. Dressed of- up as a cart. No, <laughs> get up my back. Eh? Back. So I was, it was the one right in front of Warner Brothers. So I was waiting for I saw someone I knew. Shack, eh? So I saw Emilio Rivera pull up, and I went behind Emilio in his car, and he was. I was just all golf out, and as he bro, talked that, to security, I know that photo, but you, you took the photo of that player. You were invited, bro. No, I wasn't invited. That's what I told people. That was the second one. That was the third one. Third I got one. invited. So wait, you dressed up. You were all golfed out. Describe what all golf. I'm uh, wearing Walmart <laughs> golf shirts. Uh, freaking that. Wearing we're cleats. With cleats. We're looking like John Daly and shit. <laughs> With high khakis all the way up, tucked pants. in. Uh, I didn't know what to wear. And I had, a, and I had a, like a swap meat bag that I bought, a golf bag with like two clubs, like covered up. And you I, even hired Jerry Garcia to be his caddy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm at the gate, and the guy, and the guy's talking to Emilio. Security talking to Emilio, and just so he knows that I'm also supposed to be there, I yell at Emilio. Emilio, what's up, man? So that way, Emilio looks at me, and the security guard yeah, sees me that I, that I know him. <laughs> this fool got farther, eh? Hey. <laughs> So once I got, it was my turn. He go, Emilio's confused. Like, what's up? What's up? And <laughs> yeah, he's confused. Like, what the fuck is he doing? Saying hi to me right now. The worst time to say hi to me. But I, but I noticed. Excuse you, yeah. So what's this guy saying hi to me? He noticed. Like, he noticed like he's trying to sneak in. Emilio knew. Hey, and behind me was the guy from the Big Bang Theater, the Indian guy. I don't even know his real name, but I wanted to pretend I still know him too. So I'm like, what's up, Raj? And then him too. Like, hey, what's Raj. up? So now everyone's look, the security's even like, oh, he's supposed to be in here. So when it's my turn to talk to security, I'm like, Momo Rodriguez, you're here to play golf? Oh, yeah, yeah. Big day, man. Bullshitting him, whatever. Big day. He's like, well, you're not <laughs> on the list. Get out on the list. Four. He's like, you're not on the list. I'm like, so I researched everybody who was involved. Uh, if was right? some, How does George Lopez feel about this? Oh, he wants to say he's related to a, to a golfer, <laughs> but he fucks up the name. I'm, I'm Chichi I'm, Rodriguez. I'm, I'm related to Steve Trevino. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck out of here, <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm sexy Mexican too. You know, so I, I walk, the guy looks at me, he goes, you know what, um, you're not on the list. I'm like, you don't want me to call Linda Small? We got Juan Daly here, bro. Wait, wait, so, he said what? He said you're not on the list and what? So I said, well, do you want me to call Linda Small? She's in charge of the organization. I could also call, and I named all these names of people. You know the people? I memorized a list of who was involved, the board members. Oh, you got so, classified documents, dog. I remember. Wait, you threw out Leslie. How come you're not using this power for good? You threw out Leslie. Linda, Linda Smalls. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant Leslie Smalls. Oh, Linda, Linda oh. Smalls. I threw her name out, and then they're like, you know what? I, but we, you, we met her, didn't yeah, we? Yeah. yeah. She's a, so she said, you know what? Just, just go ahead and just go inside. They'll figure it out. You go to registration. They'll figure everything out for you. So I go in. First, first security checkpoint. Then it's the second one. It's the the one that's aligned to go into the actual, you know, the golf course. And on that one, I just, you know, had to get out of breath, so I just freaking walked around my car. Um, and I went towards the lady and I pretended I had to go to the bathroom really bad. Like, I need to pee real bad. I couldn't find the restroom. I got out, I came in my car to put my, my clubs away. She goes, sweetie, just go straight here and there's a clubhouse. So I got into the clubhouse. Then I see Emilio looking at me. Like, Emilio has his look on his face, like, mother, like, don't talk to me. Like, don't talk to me, bro. Don't talk to me, my chula. Don't talk to me. So I go to Emilio, I'm like, hey, he goes, looks at me, like, don't talk to me right now. Like, why? Because I know you suck in. I don't want people to think I brought you. Oh, like I would have been the same way, dog. Right, so we're looking. You've done that before. We're looking at yeah. each other. We're looking at each other. I'll put and my belt off, dog. Right, and Milo goes, "It's cool." I'm like, "It's cool." George knows I'm here, and George is right behind me. And I turn around, and George tells me, "Looks at me like again," and then he goes, "Listen, have a good time. Just stay out of the way." So I was there the whole day, party with them. By the end of the night, it's me and George having drinks at his table. And I'm telling him ideas on, on what, what, you told what, him you, you choked me in CIA, huh? I, <laughs> I sat on him, eh? <laughs> I go in there, I tell him, we start ear, talking, like, we start talking about what I'm look. doing, my, some ideas, and then he's like, well, if you have ideas, send them to me. So we start talking, and we became friends on Twitter, and then eventually we started working close, and now I, you know, I work on some great projects with him, and then with Edward James almost, they all, I mean, it, it got We're really here cool, with man. a relationship uh, based on false pretenses. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bro, he I, saw me hustle. After all that shit you did over there for free, bro, you, you gotta do something over here, dog. <laughs> that, that was a desperate move. That you was had one of those. To, bro. That was one of those uh, like last shot. Like this you is my last. To. I, I had to, uh, you know. You gotta I, do something, bro. And because you know, I I feel I have talent. I, I feel I know I do. So I just need the right opportunity. And I felt if I put myself in that opportunity and they see it, maybe something good will happen. You mentioned the clubhouse. Yeah, I mean, who could break into <laughs> bro? Let's get, let's get <laughs> clubhouse let's get, bro. boy. <laughs> Let's bring Mario, it down. We're Mario Cruz, we're going to need a golf outfit. Let's bring it down. A picture in. with a golf outfit yeah. for Momo. There's no way you could do that with a homie, huh? 
No. No. Me and Rodrigo always talk about that. Uh, There's no. no way of sneaking uh, alone. And that's why I always, I'm, and people think that I just don't have a click of bro. people that I know. I'm always by myself because not Hold that on, I Because you're prepared to sneak How the everywhere. fuck <laughs> did you get into Tropicalia? Oh, bro. I want to know. I want to know. Because you were hanging yeah. out with fucking los tigres, dog. No, well, he wasn't. No, he didn't get. No, I was hanging out with you. I was hanging out with you. No, he was behind the gate. Yeah, how the fuck did you get in? Other way in. First of all, I wasn't supposed to be with you, but then since you waved me over. Yeah, that's all good. He used you like But I already knew by that then. Yeah, you knew he was. I already knew, but you know, he made it this far. Right, because we were standing over and he goes, Felipe goes, Momo's over there. Momo's over there. He's like trying to sneak his way in. You two, I want to get in trouble and shit. Like, <laughs> how could you bring that homie with no pass? Yeah. And I didn't have a wristband on me the whole time. Yeah, yeah. No wristband. How the fuck did you, you tell me, bro? Um, you didn't pay to get in. Huh? I'm supposed to be here right now. And you didn't get. In. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who to get Rodriguez. Anyways, if, uh, Momo, how, how did you? Because um, I know, I know you, you didn't pay to get in. How'd you get in? Okay, I got in through the back entrance. Through a guy. I love this Wait, guy. By the water? Uh, no, no, no. By the stage where you guys were at, where your trailer was uh -huh. at? Yeah. Oh, shit. You, so you came in through the streets. I came in through the streets. I hey, walked. That's, I snuck that's in the there without way. a pass because the I wasn't seen trying to. Now I right. walked. You were, you were sharing I, your wristband I parked, right, or something uh, like at that. The no, last I, I, I walked through that. Oh, the the parked to the last I can't walk over the bridge. Oh, wow. That's a Because there was no Ubers because everybody was doing So there was no Ubers. So I actually had to walk over the bridge. They had school buses bringing people. It was crazy. I show up and then I see those tears and up there. They were like their their crew was there. It was clean, huh? Compared oh, to other man. place. So I, I walk into the side and then I hit my boy up from Diablo's Particles and I'm like, "Hey man, you said you had a pass for me? Oh, bro, I don't know right now. It's too busy. I'm over here. Like, don't worry it was about. Hard figure it to out. get those passes. I'll right. figure it out. So I got in through somebody else I knew that works for a tequila company, and I walked in with them. I walked up to the VIP room. From then, I had somebody walk me to the, behind the stage that was from Diablo's Particles. They took off the wristband and gave it to me. And I went in there, and then, and then after I gave him the wristband back. Mama's trying to squeeze his hands. Oh, man, that was hard. I have an art to making these hands can be small. He's <laughs> like rolling it up his So then what happened? So then I go to the bag, and he's like, listen, just stay here and don't go anywhere. And it was on the side of the stage where you saw me. Just don't move. Don't track attention to yourself. Don't do anything. Don't make sure no one sees you. And then all of a sudden I go, Felipe, when he passes by. And I start talking to Felipe. And they, we had a barrier, right? We had, yeah. They had me had a barrier, and I couldn't. And I was like, okay, I, gotta, I better even come. You made it to the barrier. I made it to the barrier later on. But they were even, we were behind the barrier. We, we but then get once the barrier. Tigres came out, they had extra oh, yeah. security that kicked everybody Duane out, even all the performers. Everybody yeah, out, everyone out. They and thought we, I was a stagehand. Well, yeah, but like <laughs> we had, uh, we weren't even supposed to be up on the side. That was their family only. Yeah. And came in with scamming Jammy. And then we had one of the guys like help us go yeah, over man. there. But they were saying no to us. And it was like, but that <sighs> woman just told us to come with her. And she did. She yes. was their daughter. Well, I followed the Chicano Batman guy yeah. to that place. We, we finally got over there. <laughs> That's how I got there. He's playing the maracas, dog. I was following. What time did you get there? I got there right. 6 a.m. Right when um, two bands before Los Tigres. Also, you like timed it perfectly, yeah. bro. You came in at the, Cafe Tacuba. Yeah, you came in at Cafe night. Tacuba. I missed Cafe, Cafe, Cafe Tacuba. They, they probably, probably right finished. after. Too yeah. much too long, anyways. Yeah, I missed him. <laughs> and I saw Chicano Batman play. Yeah, I saw Chicano Batman, and after that, I knew some of the guys. Well, I thought I did. Okay, besides <laughs> this event, which is small compared to the th the type of stuff you have snuck into. Yeah, what have been the toughest play for you to snuck in, and the most rewarding? Oh man, that would be for me personally. I'm a big fan of Vicente Fernandez. So that was a long time ago. I stuck into Pico Rivera Sports Arena. 
or the back. You know, how, dude? How? Yeah, you know what, where they what's ha- your tactic? Well, you know where they bring in the horses because they have like a hottie <laughs> belt? <laughs> oh, the know, horse. You, have to you put long hair on him. Give me a... Give me a saddle. I broke it to the back. I, th- I broke it to the back part um, where they bring in like all the, the the guys dancing. So after they're done dancing, the horses come out on the rails. They put the horses back in the trailers. Almost brought a pooper That's scooper. Open. He's trying to like. like that, hey, if you were at Tejana, you can get through anything. Yeah. That night, so I was wearing a cowboy hat. Went through, <laughs> and I remember I didn't have real boots. I had actually Adidas on, and I was Adidas sink- boots. I was sinking into you that put dirt. Shit in them, huh? Oh, I was sinking into them because it was, first of all, you know, overweight guy, a little heavier. And that soil was so, like, light. I was sinking in. And then they had Banda Limonense was coming off. And I was pretending to be one of their, their stage guys. So I was just watching them. And I just kicked it right back behind one of the rails where, I guess, the bull riders go. And I just watched the whole concert right there. Like, if I was a bull, we're going to get released, bro. <laughs> beautiful. Another I, was waiting, I was waiting for somebody to jump on top of me and me go out crazy. <laughs> Fucking funny, that man. was fucking the, probably the best. That's fucking funny. But you're right. You have to be by yourself. You can't be with the homies, right? Because the homies no don't. No stragglers, dude, dog. We were, we were trying to sneak into this big old concert in San Diego, and Rodrigo just jumped off fans and took off. <laughs> and what do you guys do? We're what are you guys waiting like, for? We took like dummies. And then Ivan, went, when, when he jumped off fans, the, the bottom was loose, and yeah. Ivan went under it. And then like me, me and Vinny were scared, so. We went all the way around and finally we found an opening. There's always you gotta just, look. The the best one that got me work sneaking in was the golf course for the Tony Plana Classic Golf Theater. The Tony Plana Golf Classic. How'd you get into that? It was in the the one up in the city of industry. So there's all these little hills right over there. The I forgot what it's called. The Pacific Palms up there. And there's a That's back with George shot the the show right. It's like the a puente. Bunch, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, yeah. So it's like. There's a lot of entrances from the back. So I got in through the back, and I got in there, and I remember I got in through using my LATV press pass. Damn. <laughs> so, the that's gift that for Genius. Yeah. Right? So I went in there, and I thought, I, and then I started doing And then I called my guys, hey, I can get in. Bring the camera crews. So my, my homies show up with the camera crew with all the lavaliers, mics, everything, and I did, I did interviews. I went around. I don't know how they gave, why they gave me a golf cart. They gave me two of them. I went around interviewing everybody on the Celebrity Tournament. Then in the end, Carlos Mencia was performing. So I'm like, well, who's opening? And then I think they had an opener. So I wrote my name on the lineup that they had of the, of the MC hat. So they gave the lineup to Tony Plana. Tony Plana, you know, fucking jefe. So Tony Plano reads, we have a, we're going to bring up another comedian before Carlos comes. He's still golfing himself. So give it up for Mr. And he's trying to, he know who I was, but he pretended he did. Very funny guy. I mean, this guy, it's a, we're, we're, happy to, we're happy to have him here. We're happy to have him here. Did and, you write yourself in as the closer? No, yeah, I should have. <laughs> so they bring me up to stage and I'm wearing, I'm still wearing like sweats and from golf because I know what to wear a golf tournament. So I wore sweats. That's my, yeah, my first one. Sweats, bro. That's my first this one. This my first golf the, tournament first I snuck one. into. There was no clubhouse here. It was the only thing I knew about being athletic was wearing sweats. So I show up. <laughs> Not golf. Right? I show up. And I, you should and put your socks up and act like they were like old-fashioned <laughs> yeah, golf right? pants. <laughs> they give me gold. Well, knickers. Knickers. They, I go up on stage and I see all my heroes. Edward James Olmos, Tony Planet, Annie Garcia, Isam, all, all the Latino legends that you I guys know up. my uncle, eh? Yeah, yeah. So I go up there. Yeah, and I go up there and I just do, I do like 15 minutes. And I, there was one joke that I did that got the attention of Cheech Marin. It was uh, Cheech that, paid attention. Yeah, I was like, I don't <laughs> usually, I, like, I don't usually do charity events. I got in trouble the last one I said because I, I asked what the charity was for, and they were like, it's battered women, and I was like, oh, that sounds delicious. Put me down for a dozen, and there was a, <laughs> and no, and everybody was like, 
Nobody knew what to say after that. Right, that's pretty funny. Right. Nobody knew what to say. In fact, a lot of people were offended by that joke. And then Cheech just yells, "Hilarious, <laughs> hilarious!" <laughs> and then and then Cheech goes to to Mencia, "You could take him. You should take him on the road, just like that." And Mencia goes, "What are you doing this weekend?" I'm like, "Nothing." He's like, "You want to go to Reno?" I'm like, "Let's go." And that's how you got on the road. And then you marry his sister. I marry his sister. <laughs> <laughs> You snuck into that snuck too. Into, so you got a whirlwind of chaos did you, over here, dog. Did you um, parlay that snuck show? Into the family. Did you parlay that show into sneaking into um, Cheech and Chong's dressing room? <laughs> no, nah, man. I, well, I wish. Man, well, actually, Cheech and I actually started to develop a little bit of a relationship with Cheech because after you know, I always see him at George's events. Pretty much. Cheech every, doesn't you know. remember somebody from the next, from one event to the next. I have to introduce myself every time. Yeah. He's yeah. that kind of guy. I would take it personal then. No, I don't know. <laughs> it's you, everybody. Yeah, but then, you know, it's, he always has his assistant. With, I mean, his publicist, um, um, she always, like, tells him in the ear, oh, this is Momo. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like, oh, what's up, Momo? Like, Man, you're I don't being care caught? if I saw the whole thing. Yeah, I got caught big times. They kick your ass out and allow your celebrity friends saw you getting kicked out? Yeah, I've been kicked out. Where, bro? How embarrassing was that? I got kicked out of the premiere of the homie show, bro. Oh, no fucking way. That's your show, though. You're the writer. After you were gone? Like, after. That's, uh, you know who kicked me out, bro? Uh, Rodrigo. But it was, an, no, but it was an accident because <laughs> I think. An accident. an accident. They saw me in the green room and I was. <laughs> you were like, Ernie G, talking too much? <laughs> no, I was, in the, I was in the green room. Like, I went to go put something away for Rick, like a box. <laughs> of, I don't know what it was, a flyers or something. I put it away and then I think uh, Be Real's people thought I was trying to, like, who is this Momo trying <laughs> yeah. to get up on my blizzy? Yeah, so they think, who are you? I'm on the show. I might like, have little eyes, but I saw him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not on this show. I'm like, no, but I'm on the show. The homies, I'm like, well, you're not performing tonight. So I don't think they misunderstood me. And then they're like, well, you, you have to I leave. don't think they misunderstood at all. I mean, so they, they took, they kicked me out. And then, you know, I didn't have a cell phone. I had a pager back then, bro. Oh, who so you I with this, bro? They kick you out. I stay. I'm not as, I didn't have that much money. They, I'm taking the bus. They kick you out holding your arm? No, they t- they kicked me out with two two guys in yellow coats behind me. I say <laughs> security. What they say, bro? They're like, you're gonna have to just come with us, big man. Uh, once I hear big man, once I hear come big over man, here with me, big man. Once I hear big man, take you back to your seat outside. <laughs> no, it's, it's over, over. Huh? Hey, big man. Once I hear big man, it's over. So I walk. They walk outside, and I'm out there. I'm out there, like just sitting there. Oh my god, so funny. And I have no. And I'm like, shit, I can't take the bus because my ride's in there. <laughs> So, so your ride didn't even get I'm caught? Just, I'm just out there the whole night. And <laughs> Fucking <laughs> scam artist, huh? Right? <laughs> you live life by no. your chin chin chin, bro. <laughs> so Rick, Rick Nahero is supposed to take me home. Rick Nahero, the game in Bad Mouth. Yeah, yeah. He's the one that got you kicked out. You don't know, even So I get out there. and I'm still and, dealing with this guy? Right? <laughs> so, hey, I need my check, home. So it's love hate relationship. He told him to come yeah. pick up his check there. So it's 2 <laughs> in the morning. cupcake, dog. <laughs> So it's two in the morning. I'm out there, and I'm like, I need to ride home, man. The buses ain't running no more. And I see Rick come out, and Rick goes, "Oh, you're still here." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, I'm here." He's like, "Can I get a ride home?" Uh, I suffer from night blindness, so I can't really give you a night a ride home. And I'm thinking, "Why well, you getting? How's home? he getting home? Yeah, well, yeah, but he don't live in like at this point. I live in Norwalk. Yeah, you know, he lives in over here. He's like Santa Monica. Yeah, so I'm like, "Well, how am I gonna get? How am I gonna get home?" And he's like, "It's a tough one, man." <laughs> It's a tough one, and this, and then he just left me there, and then I think I just got a ride. I waited till like six in the morning till the bus ran again. So there I am, like just being kicked out of Be Real, taking away sunset on Sunset Boulevard. Yo, there I am. And then I walked to Mel's diner, and then, then I, I didn't have my any money, bro. I'm just in the, 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 then I convinced Spielberg, I was his cousin. <laughs> 
that was a rough, and that was a rough night. And then after that, should have convinced the waitress you were her cousin. Know, right? and get oh, some man. free dinner. But I've stuck into some cool things, and, I, and I've been kicked out of a lot of cool things. Um, <laughs> can you tell me? Can you tell me Grammys. how? Can you tell me how uh, Ernie G snuck into his dressing room at the end of the George Lopez taping? What? No, Bumble wasn't around back then. <laughs> no. no, I know. I'm just but saying, like, how? What do you think his methods were? I, he was there. he was already kind of like begging at the front door yeah. by the time we got there, and then we went around. That's oh, you were and, there that night. Yeah, you were it, there that at, night? The, at the theater at, at uh, El Rey. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know you were there. Yeah. I didn't see you. That's crazy. Yeah, and then um, was outside and, and, and then oh. um, because Pat and I, Pat, yeah, you guys, his manager couldn't even get. Yeah, in. she was trying to hit you up, and um, I was. So he mad. was even like George <laughs> didn't even show up, and he was trying to host the show. Yeah. Well, George showed up later. Yeah, I mean, George, well, he, was yeah. he was trying to host, host to oh get on, get on the lineup. I didn't hear that part. Yeah, that's, that's I walked, brave, huh? I mean, he was like, "Check this motherfucker what? out right now." I, see, but I respect people. I break into their shit, but I respect people. There's a difference between fucking trying to fucking be a fucking. Imagine yeah. if George Lopez would have showed up and saw Ernie G hosting. Oh, oh he would have lost it, dude. I would have loved to see that dog. I would have loved to see that. He would have finally gotten told what's up, but. When I went backstage after the show. Pat and I were walking backstage, and then I walked into the dressing room. My soon-to-be husband, her client, we couldn't get in there. Ernie G's sitting on the couch in there, and Felipe's Disgusting. just like Felipe's just like, like you know, kill me face on. Like yeah. you can't get rid of this guy. And then George, I think, yeah. was about to come in and say no, something he, to he you, and he walked up, right he looked, out. He went up the little stoop, he saw left. him, and went back down. Yeah, he yeah. walked right back down. So my respect, man. See, people, you know, I, I respect Felipe. Good intentions, because dude. Felipe gave me my first paid gig. Where at? It was at the Alexander Hotel. That's right. You had me. You had me open for you, feature for you, and then uh, that's why we were there for that. Uh, the, the Father uh, Greg. What's his no, name? For Greg. The... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Black dude from Gary Morris. Gary Morris. Oh. You know that night they told us it was haunted. Yeah, that's the downtown comedy. Yeah, downtown club. comedy. Club. Yeah, he was he was the first comic to pay me. That's it why it echoed in their heart when we were performing. That was the first place they did the 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 Academy Awards. That ballroom. And well, the stopped. first Academy Award ballroom was uh, the Roosevelt. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what Lido was. They, they, they did yeah. something in Biltmore, too. The Biltmore Hotel. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, Alexandra. Uh, Alexandra. like the seventh one, dude. Yeah, you ever been like, um, you were like, um, oh, I forgot my question. Who the last thing you snuck into? The, last the Grammys. Latin oh. Grammys. No, the Latin Grammys, that was a little uh, early on. I snuck in uh, that one um, as a seat filler, right? I got into the into a creamery. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a bus that picks them up over there by USC, and it was at the I forgot what the one they do by USC that theater, the shrine, the shrine. So I I told my friend, look, man, they're they're having seat fillers going. They're all wearing tuxes, and we wore tuxes on purpose because I knew how it worked. Because I saw it the year before, I was trying to do it. So I did recon. Twelve months of prep. I did. Re- so we went in there, and he was too afraid. I'm like, you don't go by myself again. Don't bring your friend. I go in there. I get, in, I get into the bus, and they sit me next to uh, Lupio Rivera, right? And Los Tigres Norte on the other side. And I'm sitting in, you know, Alex Sintek? Yeah. I'm sitting in Alex Sintek's seat next to his wife. So the rule is, once you're done, during the commercial break, you can't get up. And then that's when they come in and they tap you for you to move your seat. Well, he came in, he ran when he wasn't supposed to during the commercial break. And he was telling me to get up. And I know the rules. I'm not supposed to get up. I don't want to get fired. Because I think they were going to pay me, too, for this. And he's like, yeah. I think they're going to pay me. That'll be a good t-shirt right there. I think they're going to pay me for this. 
So, <laughs> Those are last words on your tombstone. Yeah. I think they're going to pay So Alex Sintek goes. I guess the, the homie show was like, I thought they were going to pay me. <laughs> yeah. 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 So they're like, levantate, levantate. It's, it's my esposa. It's my <laughs> wife. And I'm like, well, I know, but I can't get up, bro. Like, I know. because my, my Spanish is good and it's great. But when another Mexican speaks it with me, I get confused. Especially, so it's, not that <laughs> it's not that great, you know. I get like, I didn't know how to react. Careful, this dog. I think my Spanish is bad. I got, I got really bad. Like, I got really bad. He, and he's like, you know, I, I love this music. And he goes, it's my seats. You know, this is my wife. And I'm like, I understand that. Good for you. Eh? But that guy over there. Now you're having an I argument with up. the guy. And, I'm having, and so you see us. My sister says you can see us arguing during the commercial where they pan and they zoom in with the crane. Me and Alex Sintek talking back and forth. So the guy comes and he's like, you need to get up now. So I get up, and you see me like this lonely guy just running down the aisle. Because they're like, tell me to run. And when the fat guy runs, bro, I thought the coat is there. Yeah, he comes to get paid. I sit down, and I bump into Lupio Rivera, bro, coming down. And Pariente. Bam, he goes out the way. His hat falls. And you see this all in the background when they're coming in from the award show. You're better off sneaking in, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck this, bro. Yeah, screw the legit way. I got paid. They, 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 <laughs> they did pay. They did pay, knock it down hats, They pay bro. you. Um, <laughs> He's wearing it, eh? They pay. Yeah. <laughs> so so I got my hat. He got that from Billy Jack. <laughs> they, 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 they pay you 50 bucks and a Pollo Loco gift card. They, that's oh what they God, give you. Oh, God, man. These gamblers so probably cheap. got those donated, dude. Of course they But it they was did. the Latin Grammys. They don't have any money. And it was the They've last time. They've got money. They're not giving it to you. It was yeah. the last time La Leigh performed. That was the last concert. That was the last time. Damn, man. Yeah. And I snuck, I snuck into a lot of good things. But now, thank, you know, thank God I'm being invited, finally. I was just invited to Los, Los uh, Ramon Ayala's concert. That was pretty cool, man. To take my mom and dad, you know, like... Were they no nervous sneaking about, in tonight. Were they nervous this year? Like, they uh, kick us my, out? Dad, my dad. Right now they're going to tap us on the shoulder. Eh? Your dad? My dad told me like, wait, bro, we can be here? <laughs> He's like, yeah. So my dad's like, just act natural. And so they, after the show, they, the, 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 the board members of the fair invited us to go to the VIP room. And all these Latinos were there talking. And my dad, I saw him making lies up to... Because he also th- thought we weren't supposed to be there. That's where you get it from. So when I walk, Son like yeah, father. Right? So when I walk by, you tell everybody he has like 4,000 cows in Chihuahua that he owns a farm. Fucking liar. <laughs> Puro ganao. Puro ganao Puro longhorn. Yeah, man. Hey, man, but let me, let me tell you. If it wasn't for him, he snuck into this country. So that's where I get it from. He didn't snuck in, bro. He lied away. He lied away. In the he had, hey, he had a ladder, bro. We're doing a job next door. <laughs> this country was already ours, bro. Right, Think about man. it that way, bro. Think about it like that. This was a slam before everybody else met it. Oh, man. It was fun, man. But you think- should have a podcast. Forget the yeah, uh, fool. No, forget that stuff. Call it like getting get sneaky in, with Momo. Or sneaky, get in man. where you fit in with Momo or something. But no, man, I want to thank you because you really did. You really did help me a lot. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. I always believed in you, bro. I believe that. You always helped me. You uh, always there since, yeah. since day one. You just took around, bro. You're a hustler, bro. bro. These, are, these are just more lies. These are more lies. <laughs> <laughs> He's pulling Felipe in right now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be in the right home with him in the middle. He's trying to get into the Microsoft. Yeah, I know. Like, so but one thing about this fool, though, he so was listen. never a dick. He was yeah, always cool. Oh, that's the truth. I, mean, I, I know there was people that were dicks with you, dog. Oh, but my I mean, gosh. I have stories. They were never a dick. One thing about Momo is that he was hanging around with people that nobody liked. It must have been tough on you, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't know you had a stink on you. You know what? Yeah. That, that, right? I, you know I, I hung around with everybody, but I always give everybody the benefit of the doubt because... What's that fact, Doc? It's entertainment, you know? I mean... <laughs> it's entertainment. Everybody has their it's own... It's my life, baby. my life. But everybody has their own idea of someone, and I never like to be part of anybody's clique. Yeah, I, I never follow with anybody. I love to have my own experiences with people. If someone says, I, that dude's a dick, well, let me experience it myself because I don't want to take anybody... Because at the end of the day, you know... 
casting directors, I see how, you know, they they judge you on you. They don't judge you about what somebody else says. So All in, individually. Yeah. So well, the producer I mean, will judge you on what somebody else says. Exactly. The producer will. <laughs> but I didn't want to have any clicks either because just like, I, you know, you, Felipe said, you can't bring your homie to sneak into things. You also can't be part of a clique to belong to something greater than you, which is entertainment. Like, at the end of the day, you know, people go see Felipe because they love Felipe, you know, and I want one day people to come see because they love me, not my clique. You want people to start sneaking into your show? Yes, now. exactly. <laughs> oh. Would you just look into a show for the, I don't, know, I don't know what group it was, he, he, he made it all the way in, and they passed him a cake. <laughs> I went to the System of a Down show. Passed you a cake? No, because they they were having the a they, yeah they have their uh, cake and uh, only the guitar player and the drummer came down, dude. But I was like, hey, the guitar player's like, hey, you want to slice them? Like, yeah, I'll take a fucking slice. <laughs> you know, How you doing? Let's take a picture. Do you know Michelle? <laughs> you know Michelle Branches? Anybody? Yeah. Okay, so. Okay, so ten years ago she did a, a music video in Long Beach at a bowling alley right next to the roundabout in Long Beach. There's a little bowling alley right there. Right there in front of the Ferris yeah. wheel. So my friend and I, oh, my friend and I were there, and we saw all these, all these trucks, all these you know grip trucks and all these production trucks. So we went to go beach to see what was going on, and we ended up sneaking in to craft service. And we were eating Pollo Loco right there, just having a good time again, Pollo Loco. Damn, dog. So we're having a good time. Full circle with your <laughs> right? dog. And we're having a good time, and then all of a sudden they're like, okay, we need you guys now. And then they made me wear a trench coat. And they put like music, like a like a. Who uh, made you the directors? A, a director. Like they're coming over and dressing yeah. you for the video. Exactly, like a metronome, <laughs> like ding, 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 and it just had us like go back and forth like this in a room in a in a, in a room in the bowling alley. And I was, was in huh? <laughs> It was a Michelle Branch video. They put you in that room. Those were all the people who snuck in. And they just had <laughs> yeah, them been there. Where's all my eaters at? <laughs> 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 I'm gonna go anywhere with the skeleton key. Hey, where's, you know? the, where's the people we lured here with Pollo Loco? You gotta, where's that gift card? No, you are all in the room. No, you gotta do ballsy. I, I, I think they're dude, in the video. If I was a security guard watching that video, man, the motherfucker just kicked out. He's back in. Well, you gotta do ballsy. Power, shit, power to him. You did, you did a lot of ballsy shit in your career. Fuck yeah. I saw. I saw it. I mean, that's kind of what you know. Also inspired me. Like you know what? Hey, you were your own guy. You didn't have somebody else put a. Uh, you didn't have anybody cookie cut you. You know, you didn't follow what the other guys you were around were. No. And you were with a lot of guys that we were, you know, big time. You didn't copy what they did. And I saw it to myself. I'm like, well, he's his own person. And to this day, everyone says, Felipe's Felipe. And I think that's what every comic wants. He wants to have his own identity and he wants to have his own brand, but he's too afraid and too comfortable yeah. to make that leap. Bro, you're going to sneak into George Lopez, um, who eating my poop party. <laughs> I'm smoking about weed some real weed. Eh? That's a great party, man. That's a crazy party. How hard would it be to sneak into that party and not invite it? Um, you know, <laughs> and, 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 and George Lopez not yeah, knowing that he didn't invite you. Those, no, there's you know some what? people in those photos that I think they were questionable. Yeah, they're they're were like, questionable. they were like part, you know, like plus yeah, there's seven. Some people at that party were questionable. Like, I think that first Stoner few... Rob. No, no, no. It was Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah, Jeffrey was Peterson. The, he was there, and I was like, how did this happen? That's what I was saying. I was like, dude, we dropping the ball here. Acting like 20 years. That's the horrible thing about having a plus one. I was like, big dog. Like what's going on here? They with have your a plus one. Now? They have a plus one, and then I think also, you know, as the, as the night progresses, more fools show up. More, huh? more people more show up. One. Your plus threes show yeah. up. I came with Fraser Smith, buddy. Your plus threes that were <laughs> waiting out in the in the driveway. I didn't come over here now, dog. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't go this He's year. He's drunk enough. He didn't, didn't go. go. I didn't go this year. I I didn't go. I, Jeffrey I'm, got his spot. I went three years. <laughs> I went, I've been going for three years straight, and I didn't go last year. But I, you see, like people just. 
want to show up so bad, and then they, they I bet. But dog. I, I mean, and, and, and you know, there is more security now because I mean, dude, is is a guy who the has a great shit at his house. I mean, this guy has great photos, great memorabilia. I mean, how hard would it be to walk out of there with an Eddie Van Halen guitar? Hard. <laughs> Fuck that. I want. Hard. I want the gun. I want Richard Pryor's gun. No, man, he shot up the car. He has. He has. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. He owns the gun. He owns the that he uh, shot up the car. He didn't even tell me that. that. How do you get that? Well, he posted it on fucking uh, oh, I think Instagram wow. like three years ago. Yeah, no, he has some, days ago. He has yeah. some great stuff. Badass man. at 357. But, but he has security like crazy. I mean, this guy that day of the he has so much security. He hires extra security, and then he has all these cameras. I mean, come on, you're like a Hollywood, and you're Latino. You, you know, you're successful. Of course, you're going to be trying to. Take care of your stuff. There's Was, a lot of homos hanging out. If people, especially me, you know. <laughs> Martino, the one they, Keep they, your eye on that motherfucker Martino, right there. Um, Momo, the one that they uh, they used to, um, they used him before, bro, to like tell <laughs> people the, the weaknesses in the party. <laughs> He's our weak link. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he knows all, right, all the weak links. Yeah. Okay, man. Case it out, eh? Okay, man. Once it gets dark, that place will be easy to penetrate. It's like the kid from Catch Me I mean, If You Can't be guy, working for the FBI. Like if you made it there, if a fat guy could sneak into a party. <laughs> See, but I like to sneak in being undetected, dog. I don't want to be all like, Well, I go in, I sneak that. in a network. That's what trips everybody out. So at the end of the night, everyone's wondering, who's what, that guy? Well, what there, do you consider networking? Has anyone ever spit at your badge or ripped the badge <laughs> you're wearing? No. I've had somebody question me, was Eddie Van Halen. Um, and he's a silent dude. He, he has, tells George. He has you. Why you George, 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 Lopez, George Lopez comes up to me. He goes, hey, man, Eddie Van Halen's wondering who you are. I'm like, what do you mean? He I says, saw him at the Us Festival. He sees, he's seen you before. He's seen he's you sneak The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Blues Blues Traveler. I saw him getting kicked out by Fraser Smith at Kellaway. You got to get out of here, buddy. Tanya Stroud had him in a fucking stranglehold. What's oh up, God, Ooh, Momo? Where people can find you at? Sneaking in next on Instagram, where? Uh, on uh, Momo Rodriguez on IG and Momo Rodriguez Rodrigo. on Twitter, and also uh, you know come to any show. Well, I'll put it up there and uh, we'll have sneak a good in. Time. Don't sneak ask, in. Don't you ask for free tickets. If you sneak in, I will really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Momo yeah. Rodriguez, people. Would you, you have shows coming up? I yeah. Uh, well, the Spanish show that we have on uh, on next Tuesday in Riverside at the Life Arts Center. And also uh, October 16th at the Paramount in uh, uh, Boyle Heights. We're doing a show with myself, Martin Rizzo, uh, Jerry Garcia. Is that and, the uh, first night of that comedy yeah. series? What's up, fool? Anybody <laughs> want to invite Momo Rodriguez or challenge him to sneak into anywhere? Hit him up on Instagram. <laughs> challenge him. I'm I'm sneak into the podcast. White House, get in where you fit in. Come get on. in where you fit in. Come That's on. Momo's podcast. Come on, get a new Fuck podcast. The ghost, eh? Fuck yeah. the ghost. Fuck the ghost. I mean, I'm ghost. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> 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 